Hi there! Welcome to our daily manna. Just as our body is in need of material food, so as our soul is in need of the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we open to you our lives that we may receive your revelation. May your word through your spirit will continue to speak to us deeper in our hearts and soul. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and Amen. One of the things that I make it so sure before I start speaking or going for a preaching ministry is to be very certain of the message that I will preach. And it is a key that for me to be able to have a degree of certainty about what I am going to say, I need or it requires me to have a thorough understanding of the word of the Lord But there is a character in the New Testament, particularly in the book of Acts, who was sent by God to proclaim the gospel with confusion in his mind. And I am pertaining about Peter this very moment. Let's open our books or our Bible in the book of Acts chapter 10. We will be actually talking about the entire chapter, but I will only be reading before you verses 9 up to 16. Okay, Acts 10, 9 to 16. The word of the Lord says, On the next day, as they were on their way and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. But he became hungry and was desiring to eat. But while they were making preparations, he fell into a trance, and he saw the sky opened up and an object like a great sheet coming down lowered by four corners to the ground, and there were in it all kinds of four-foot animals and crawling creatures of the earth and birds of the air. A voice came to him, Get up, get up, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything unholy or unclean. Again, a voice came to him second time, What God has cleansed no longer consider holy. This happened three times and immediately the object was taken up into the sky. May the good Lord bless the reading of his word. Actually, prior to this revelation that God made before Peter, he revealed himself through an angel to a person named Cornelius. Now, Cornelius was a Gentile, but this guy is a God-fearing man. And then at one time while he was praying, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and said that, Cornelius, there is someone that I would like you to find. And this guy's name is Simon, or others call him Peter. And he's going to tell you something. And so after which, when the vision of an angel or the appearance of an angel um, was over, Cornelius sent two of his soldiers to go and look for Simon, Simon Peter. And while these two individuals were going to where Peter was, Peter also had a vision. And that was the very text that we have uh, just read. Peter had a vision that there were all those animals that were prohibited to be, to be eaten by the Jews in the Old Testament. It was part of their dietary restrictions. So they were not allowed. They, these animals that were in the vision were uh, not part of the food that can be considered kosher by the Jewish people. So what happened next was that uh, Peter was, uh, he, he refused because 
those foods are unclean. And if they are unclean, they can make him unclean. But after the vision, three times that this happened, after the vision when it disappeared already, Peter was wondering, what is the meaning of this? Because as far as his Jewish mind is concerned, it was all about dietary restrictions. And yet, why did God tell him to kill and eat? And then when he refused to do so, God in that vision said to him, Do not think that anything that God has cleansed already as unholy or unclean. In other words, there was already a cleansing that God has declared as far as those animals is concerned. But take note that this text does not actually address any dietary concern. Okay? If you look at the context and the latter part, later part of this um, section, you would find out that God was not revealing to Peter the abolition of those what was prohibited in the Old Testament. Well, uh, if you go to the New Testament, these things may have been abolished already, but this is not a passage that you may use to talk about the, the abolishment, I mean, uh, of the dietary restrictions. So what happened here was that Peter was wondering, what was God telling me? And lo and behold, there were two men that arrived and looked for him. And he said, are you looking for me? And when they found out, Peter just went with them because these two guys said that we have been sent by Cornelius, a God-fearing man, somebody who shows favor to the Jews. And he is also talked about with high regard by the Jewish people. And so Peter went with them, and when they arrived at the place of Cornelius, then it was the moment when Peter understood why God revealed to him that revelation. And this, is, this was his realization. A very thing that preachers won't usually experience or shall never experience, that when you go to a place where you are to proclaim something, you don't know what you will proclaim because you were confused about the thing that you received from God. But Peter, if you look at here, look at verse 34. Opening his mouth when he arrived in the house of Cornelius, opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation, the man who fears him and does what is right is welcome to him. That's um, Acts 10, 34 to 35. So the meaning of that vision that Peter received from God did not have to do anything with dietary restrictions. It had to do with what he considered as unclean before, and God considers it to be clean. And God is talking about the Gentiles. This is not about the food. Jewish people would never associate themselves with Gentiles because lest they will be declared unclean. And Peter was thinking before that Gentiles were unclean, and yet through that vision, God made it so, made it so clear to him that, Peter, I am a God who is impartial. I don't show any partiality. The grace that I have given to the Jews is also for the Gentiles. And that is why when Peter arrived in the house of Cornelius, he had this realization. And in relation to this realization of God being impartial, God, he revealed himself not only for the Jews for the entire, but for the entire world, for the nations. 
And this is the very thing that Peter explained to them. The grace of God, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and when the household of Cornelius re received this, the Spirit of God came upon them and dwelt in each one of them. This is a beautiful text that we can all imagine. Today, let's all be reminded that we worship a God who is impartial. Regardless of our cultural background, regardless of who we are, regardless of the kind of upbringing that we had, regardless of the kind of environment that we live, regardless of what kind of person, the character or attitude that we possess today, let it be known to you and to everyone else that this God, if He sees you having faith in Him, He will accept you for who you are. He would never reject you. He will accept you. He will embrace you. Because by His grace, as displayed in the cross at Calvary, you have been made cleansed already if you put your faith in Jesus. So let's take note of this. If this is something that you have heard for the very first time, let it be known to you that God does not show any partiality. Whatever bloodline you belong to, whatever culture you belong, if you have faith in Christ, He will accept you. He will accept you to His family and He will bring you into His embrace. May this comfort us in this trying moment of life. Maybe you have been rejected by others. Maybe you have been abandoned or maybe somebody, um, somebody just denied you. Jesus won't, never, won't, won't ever do that. He accepts you for who you are and He would embrace you and He will call you His very own. May this reminder encourage our heart today and may we, may we all exemplify or express our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ day by day. God bless you all.